Hello and welcome to Joplin Globe Candidate Casts. I'm Joe Hadsell, digital editor for The Globe, and the moderator of these interviews designed to give you a more detailed insight into the views and stances of people running for Joplin City Council on April 7. Think of this interview series like a forum. We asked each of the 11 candidates the same question. Then instead of a minute or two for each question, we gave them a pool of overall time for them to answer each question. The questions were developed with the help of Globe readers on Facebook and Twitter. Refer to the candidate cast page on JoplinGlobe.com to see the entire rules and guidelines we used to ensure that questions were asked fairly. In a nutshell, candidates were not allowed to see the questions in advance of their recording time. While we asked each candidate the same questions, the order of them was changed based on the conversation. Each candidate was given a general window of about 20 minutes to answer all of the questions. The interviews range in duration times. In some cases, candidates chose to use less of the time available. In other cases, we asked follow-up questions to ensure the main question was answered. The interviews are unedited, and we did not publish any of these podcasts until every candidate's interview was recorded. Josh Shackles, 39, is an event planner and community organizer and is also the event manager for Joplin Elks Lodge. He has lived in Joplin since his first grade year. He's running against Anthony Montleon for a two-year seat on the council. My apologies to Josh and to you listeners for the audio quality on this interview. I noticed too late that I set my microphone improperly. I've done my best to repair things on the production side, so if things sound different, that's why. Sorry about that. All right. Good morning, Josh. Uh, how's your morning going so far? So far, so good. Thanks for having me. Oh, not a problem. Glad you're, be- glad you're here. Uh, you are running for city council. I, I Tell me which zone you're running for again. I cannot remember. So I am running for a two-year general seat. That's right. Okay. Yeah, you're running for the general seat. Uh, yes. I, I Yeah. Th- why don't you take this opportunity to introduce yourself to listeners? Uh, tell us about yourself. Awesome. Well, my name is Josh Shackles. I am an event planner and community organizer here in Joplin. I own a company called Bridal Bliss that provides wedding and event services to brides and companies in the area. I am also the event manager for the Joplin Elks Lodge. I'm running for Joplin City Council because I've lived here all my life and I love Joplin and I would love to help bring the voice of the people to the council. All right. Is there a single issue that got you motivated or fired up enough to go through the process of asking for applica- or for uh, having people sign a petition and uh, actually filing to run? There is not an issue that I'm particularly strong about. Uh, okay. This is something that I've looked at doing for a long time and never had the right timing to do it. Um, I actually saw a post on Facebook the day that uh, registration started and knew that there were five seats available. There's probably never a better opportunity than to start on the first day that you can start uh, when there's a ton of seats open. So if I was ever gonna do it, now is the time to give it a shot. Good deal. And the way things worked out, the, you, it basically <laughs> became an 11-candidate race to a two-candidate race. Right. <laughs> There's you and right. one what, other. <laughs> what, what, a, what a dramatic yeah. change that is. <laughs> Switch. All right. What part of your professional or your career background or any other parts of your working history do you feel best prepare you for the demands of what you'll see on the council? Well, there's a lot of different aspects of that. I've been involved in different parts of the community um, through different organizations, fundraisers, um, nonprofits, 
and it's given me a really good chance to connect to all different kinds of people from all different kinds of life and get feedback from those people. So it gives me a large base of residents to be able to gather information from so that whatever I bring to the council is what the people want and not just kind of what I'm making up that I think the people want. Okay, all right. Let's, uh, let's talk about some of the issues that are facing the council. Um, law enforcement is always a hot topic. Uh, sure. It has been for a few years. Um, how do you feel about the state of things with the police department and the fire department, and what work remains to be done? So I'm happy to see the passing of Proposition B. That's a great thing. Um, I understand that that, uh, will, that transition will give them some immediate extra take-home pay for new officers and new firefighters, which is great, but we need to make sure that that transition happens quickly and the way that we've promised them that it would. And then we really need to look at making sure that our public safety officers are being compensated in a way that uh, works with other things in the area. Um, Our police officers do a lot of things here in Joplin. They wear many, many hats, and we need to make sure that they are correctly compensated for what they do. Okay, so... If I'm hearing you right, you're you're saying that they still need raises? They do still need raises. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, certainly we we need to make sure that we have accurate data uh, to compare against um, and make sure that we're taking good care of them. These guys are working hard. They're putting themselves on the line for all of us. I know that if I call 911, I want somebody that is focused on what they're doing and not, hey, do I have enough money to pay my child care today. Uh, I want them focused on what they're doing um, and the best people that we can have for it. All right. All right. Um, you, uh, whenever I see your name mentioned, it's usually in connection with something downtown. Sure. Uh, so I I'm, feel pretty safe in saying that you're a downtown advocate and uh, other downtown advocates have suggested a range of transformations. Some of them are simple. Some of them are quite radical. What is your vision for downtown? So downtown is about to undergo some really major transformations, regardless of what my dream or vision is. Uh, We're about to see the Cornell complex. We're about to see a new courthouse. We're about to see Missouri Southern's presence in downtown. All of those things are going to bring a lot of activity, a lot of new people, and a lot of new faces. I think that we will see um, more residential development near downtown, um, maybe even some low-income housing near downtown, and possibly student housing near downtown. And that push of population density is really going to set the stage for what happens next. Um, I believe that art, culture, entertainment are the things that are going to bring in businesses. When people from outside are trying to decide, do I want to go to this town or this town, it ultimately comes down to which one of them is cool. Which one of them has that, I want to be there because that's a fun place to be factor. And we're ready to 
to take that to a new level in downtown. All right. So what is your vision for that? Strengthening the uh, strengthening entertainment options or? You know, I, I really think that we need to look at a downtown TIF district to provide some funding uh, for all of the different things, even just basic infrastructure like festival boxes, um, you know, maybe some kind of portable staging or um, some kind of utilize some kind of space to to build more festival-like atmosphere in downtown. We want it to be a place that people want to go, and anything that we can do that's going to strengthen that is wonderful. Okay, good deal. Kind of along the lines of economic development, uh, business leaders say that the city's economic prosperity hinges on our ability to, to retain and attract young, diverse, knowledge economy professionals to the community. Do you agree with that notion? And whether you do or not, what's your plan for economic development? Well, economic development's a very important thing for Joplin. Um, right now, we have a lot of jobs in the area, and I would love to continue seeing that grow. Um, we need to do anything that we can that's going to bring quality jobs to the area, things that are paying $15 to $20 or more an hour, um, things that are going to provide wages to, to uh, you know, take care of the families that live here. There's a lot of people that are struggling. And it's not because they're unemployed, it's because maybe their employment doesn't provide them enough pay or enough benefits uh, to get where they're trying to go in life. Um, some of the big things that bring in those type of businesses are the art culture activities. They want to know that their their key people that they're sending to a town are going to be entertained, that that's somewhere they want to be. Um, how, how, do a, how does the knowledge economy sector fit in to what you're saying? So right now we have a lot of um, a lot of really skilled people in our community coming from Missouri Southern, coming from Kansas City University. Um, just last weekend, I hosted an event for Kansas City University where we had 315 really fantastic young people that really like this area, they love this community, they love the town and the school that they're, they're in. Um, and, and anything that we can do that's going to keep those people here, um, you know, those are, those are some of our aces. And if we can find a way to keep them here in Joplin, that's good for us. Okay. All right. Uh, an issue that keeps coming up across the region is the passage of a use tax. Um, uh, Carl Junction is asking for a third time. Uh, Neosho has asked twice for a use tax. Joplin has asked uh, three times as well, uh, including a run last year. If you were elected, do, will there be a fourth time? Well, I think that the reason that the use tax hasn't passed in Joplin is because there's a general mistrust of city leadership. Um, people aren't sure that they want to give more funds to someone that they're not quite sure how that's going to go. So this is a, a good chance for transparency 
and to be able to designate this is what we intend to do with this extra money if this were to pass, um, you know, or if we were to enact a use tax. Um, I think that if people felt like they knew, hey, my money is supporting the police department, it's providing those extra raises, would they pass it? Yes, they would. Um, people want to support Joplin. People want to support the organizations and the um, you know the different departments. They they want that. They want roads that don't have potholes. They want well-trained police officers. I, I think the problem is that they maybe don't trust the people that they've been handing the money to. Okay. Right. Uh, the issue of a use tax kind of got me you know, thinking about a side question. And the uh, the conversation that's happening across the state um, regarding the will of the people also has me uh, thinking about it, as we have the state legislature working to undo an amendment that uh, voters passed in 2018. Um, uh, regarding the will of the people and the intent of constituents, what issues are so what sorts of issues do you feel so strongly about that you intend to stand by your convictions and your conscience even when people tell you they feel the opposite? So I view myself as a servant of the people. And in the times that people have brought things to me and said, this is what I feel is an issue in Joplin. This is what I feel is something that we're struggling with in this area, or maybe is not being addressed. Um, I have an open forum on Facebook where we've been discussing a lot of different topics, and many of those have had hundreds of responses from community members. So that's a great way to gauge um, how important that is to the community. Um, okay. Certainly, I want to respect if anything that is is going on with somebody, if there's a way that I can help to alleviate a problem that someone in the community is having, sure. Um, but overall, I'm there to represent the will of the people in general. So even if I don't agree with the will of the people, if that is clearly defined that that's what they want, then that's what I'm there for. Okay. I'm not there for my personal views. Okay, so even the even the issues that you hold closest to you and would make you nauseated to vote in the opposite, uh, you're gonna you're gonna stand by uh, voters and citizens with what they say. Then I will. All right, all right. The um, let's elaborate on that. How do you intend to be the voice of the entire community you represent? How do you how do you plan on doing that? Boy, that is a really tough question, but the, it, and it, it really has a multi-part answer. So since I started this process, I've been through the community. I've met with people from nonprofits, from community groups, from different departments, um, former chief of police, different captains, um, you know, people from the fire department, people from parks, museums. Uh, you know, the people that are in it, people that are working it every day, um, they often know the challenges that they're facing. And by bringing those to light, then we as a community can kind of discuss some of those things. Uh, Facebook is a great forum, and I also have a website. Uh, 
I don't know that that's enough. And I'm looking for ways to bring more community involvement to the council. So if anybody listening to this has suggestions, I'm open to ways to connect with you guys. Um, please feel free to find me on Facebook because that's the easiest way for sure. Okay, good deal. Um, this decision will probably be made before the election happens, but regarding the position of the city manager, um, how do you feel about who we've had and what advice would you give the city council now in picking the next manager? So, um, I don't have enough personal experience with either of our past you know, our, our most recent past city managers to give any kind of personal reference on them. Um, I feel like everyone involved in the city has the best interest of the city at heart. Um, and I, I think that for the most part, they have all tried very hard to be good people for our city. Okay. Um, a lot of times it there may not be direction from the council as to exactly how they would want a previous city manager to proceed. Um, it does take a strong council to be able to say this is how we're moving forward in a positive manner and to make sure that those things happen. Um, the biggest thing that I would ask a new council to look for is somebody that is a good communicator somebody that can talk to people from all aspects of life and understand the needs of the homeless people the business people the fire department police department somebody that can really take all those different aspects of the community and realize that they're all important and that it's all just parts of a machine every one of them is going to need attention and we need somebody that has a great temperament and is able to deal with the people from all those different groups. All right. All right. Uh, we have talked about a lot of subjects. We've talked about, uh, there are a lot of subjects we haven't talked about today. Of all of those, I want you to pick one. What's the most important of all of those issues and how do you plan to address that priority? So I, I think that immediately some of the things that we need to look at our, our revenue streams. We need to look at the things that are bringing us money uh, or not bringing us money. There are areas in the outlying parts around Joplin that could easily be annexed into the city. Um, for example, the Zora to uh, Schifferdecker um, pass that has just been finished. Okay. A lot of the area along that road is already owned by the city, uh, but there are a lot of other houses along there uh, that could be brought in. It would save those property owners money because it's cheaper to pay city property tax than it is county property tax. Uh, so it would save those property owners money, it would bring us extra revenue. Um, any area like that that is just kind of money sitting around the edges of our table, we need to figure out how to bring that in. Um, another one that we need to look at are um, things like Memorial Hall. Um, I am an event planner myself, 
and feel like there are things that we could do if we had the right direction from council uh, to make that considerably more profitable to us as a community. Um, really, it's going to be finding the little money on the edges that makes our budget okay. much thicker. Okay, so so that is your that is your priority finding those money so finding okay. finding the money that's sitting there on the table that we haven't picked up already. All right, good deal. Josh, thank you. I appreciate you taking the time to come in. I'd like to close by offering you the microphone if you'd like to give a closing statement to uh, listeners and uh, tell them your thoughts about the uh, about why you're running. All right. Well, hey, I just want to take a minute and thank you guys for listening in. Um, really appreciate your interest in what's going on in Joplin. This election is really important because there are a lot of things that the next council is going to be making decisions on and it's important to make sure that the people that you vote for are the people that are going to represent your needs and interests um, I invite you all to find me on Facebook um, it's jo facebook.com slash Josh for Joplin um, or Josh Shackles for Joplin City Council is the name of the page um, we've got all kinds of great uh, discussions happening on there, and I would love your feedback on those things. All right. Josh, thanks again. I appreciate you talking to us today. You were running for the general seat of the two-year term, and uh, we'll see you as it gets closer to Election Day. Thank you so much. Have a great one. And that concludes this interview in our Candidate Cast series. We hope that this interview helps you make a more informed decision on Election Day, which is on April 7. More information about this race and many other elections across the region can be found at JoplinGlobe.com, all the way to Election Night and beyond. I'm Joe Hadsell, and from all of us at The Globe, thank you for listening and caring about the future of your community. Mm -hmm.